in a special episode of Awe Would You Look at the Time. My colleague Allegra Frank and I investigate a mystery behind stuffed crust pizza. There's an odd, unexplainable phenomenon haunting Pizza Hut. Uh, is stuffed crust pizza cursed? What? It is really stuffed. Yeah. Pizza Hut stole my American dream. Why? Why? The pizza making family is taking on one of the industry giants. Living alone, I order pizza for dinner more than I'd like to admit. I'm always trying to find different pizza places in my neighborhood to see which one's my favorite. You know, the inevitability of the sporadic pizza party. You gotta know what place to order from. I live in Brooklyn, New York, so you can imagine there are a whole bunch of places to choose from. So on my way home one night, I was on my phone looking for the prospective pizza place to try out. One place immediately caught my eye. It was called the New Pizza Professor of Brooklyn. The New Pizza Professor of Brooklyn? That name alone, it flooded my brain with curiosity. I had to try it. Then, while I was ordering, I came across an option for pizza crust customization. Whole wheat crust, extra thin crust, flavored crust, substitute stuffed crust. I paused for a second. This place has stuffed crust pizza? Stuffed crust pizza, the enigmatic cheese-filled dough junction commonly obtainable from fast food chains like Pizza Hut. I've been to so many pizza shops in my time, and I have never gotten a chance to try stuffed crust outside of something like Pizza Hut or Little Caesars. I had to try this. But then, by the time I got to my checkout, it was over 40 bucks. I guess with delivery and tax and whole pizza my order came out to a lot more money than I was willing to pay for a delivery of one pizza for myself that night just wasn't the right time I guess but I knew this was something I needed to try I just had to rationalize it in some way maybe I can split this with a friend and maybe we could take the trip down to the restaurant to pick it up ourselves maybe we could do it for the show or D all of the above so that's where my friend Allegra Frank comes in. Oh, you're interviewing me, huh? Okay. Allegra has typically been my go-to pizza companion for the past year. We'll get pizza a lot on, like, Fridays when we hang out. And she's really just down to do whatever most of the time. Pizza shop. Pizza shop. Pizza shop. Cool, baby. I've been wanting Allegra to be a guest on the show for a bit, especially because I think she's the only one who listens to it. So I had an idea. I'd record the first interview of the show Friday night while we ventured down to pick up some stuffed crust pizza from the new pizza professor of Brooklyn. Okay, I'm in my apartment. Allegra is here. Allegra Frank, how are you? Okay, how are you? Good. So have I told you about this pizza place that I really want to go to? The new pizza professor of Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you did tell me. So I think we should go and get pizza from there today. Yeah, I'm down. All right. So let's 
look it up. I'm gonna open up seamless.com. Dang. If you look at the menu here, is a professor salad. <laughs> they have some signature pies, mac and cheese pie, ziti pie, some interesting ones, Jerusalem pie. Okay, here's the thing. When you go and order a pizza, it says, would you prefer a different crust? And, oh, that's just regular, extra thin crust, whole wheat crust, substitute stuffed crust. There you go. And you can add a flavored crust, garlic crust, sesame crust, smoky crust, oregano crust. And then there's a whole bunch of toppings you can get. Okay, here's another <laughs> interesting fact. <laughs> Is it close? It looks like it's close. <laughs> okay, I guess I should have looked that up before I planned this outing. So yeah, we didn't end up getting pizza that night. I'm telling you, it's not that easy to find other pizza places that have stuffed crust pizza. I don't get it. This stewed in my mind for a couple of weeks. Is it hard to make stuffed crust pizza? Is there like a patent that steers people away from it? I talked about it a bit with Allegra, and at this point she was just as curious about it as I was. So during those weeks, our hunger for knowledge and pizza compelled us to do some research. So it turns out you can't patent a food or food idea. Yes. But you can patent a process for making food. Right. This makes sense because in an older episode, I interviewed the creator of the ham dog, mm -hmm. the hot dog hamburger hybrid. And he basically just patented the bun for that, not the whole ham dog. Okay. So that makes sense. But we found out in the 80s, a man named Anthony Mangiello, he patented a way to make stuffed crust pizza. The process for making pizza with cheese and other foods in the crust was patented by the Mangiello family in 1987. Yes, we did. And so, like, you would think that maybe he sold the licensing for the patent to Pizza Hut, and that's why only Pizza Hut makes stuffed crust pizza. But... Nope. That is not the case. Pizza Hut is being sued by a family in Brooklyn for allegedly taking a bite out of their business. The Mangiello family says it was their idea. Anthony Mangiello and his family has sued Pizza Hut in the 90s after Pizza Hut came out with their stuffed crust pizza. Pizza Hut is practicing the method that, in our opinion, is covered by the patent. Because Anthony claimed that they were infringing on his patent. Yeah, so we have the patent here with us, and you can find it online. It's pretty easy to find. And here is the description on said patent. The pizza shell comprises a dough base, a plurality of closed pockets uniformly distributed about at least a portion of the base, and a plurality of food portions held within those closed pockets. To form the pizza shell, a flat dough base is formed, a plurality of food portions are placed on the dough base, the food portions are covered, and a plurality of closed pockets are formed to enclose each food portion within a separate closed pocket. The pizza shell is then used in a conventional manner to make a pizza pie. If you were to look at this patent, you can see there's like pockets in the crust where cheese would go. Right. So I think Anthony and his family actually had a pretty good case because they claim to have went to Pizza Hut after their patent was approved to try to license the patent to them. They took the idea to Pizza Hut in 1988 and 1991 only to be turned down both times. Pizza Hut wasn't interested, but then 1995 rolls around. Pizza Hut introduces stuffed crust pizza. And here's that infamous commercial. Do you really think this is the right thing for us to be doing, Ivana? What will people think? Let them talk. Donna. Donna. 
Ivana. 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 And it's a deal? Yes, we eat our pizza the wrong way. Crust first. Introducing stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut with a ring of cheese. Ba- so how much did the Mangello Soup Pizza Hut for? A billion dollars. <laughs> with a B, like a literal billion dollars. The billion dollar figure was arrived at by the Mangiello's by taking the present rate of sales in the over 8,000 stores of Pizza Hut and extending those over the life of the patent, which expires in the year 2004. Yeah, they went to court in 1999, and unsurprisingly, they ended up losing. I won't go too deep into the uh, into the weeds here. But the conclusion, according to the court documents that I found, it says here, quote, the walls of dough dividing the cheese in the crust of samples of defendant's baked product that were detected by the Mangiello's are a result of random dough closure and not the result of defendant's deliberate method. (laughs) So I guess the Mangiello's were claiming that Pizza Hut had these pockets of cheese in their crust and were using the same process as the patent. But it was actually concluded that Pizza Hut's cheese pockets in their crust are due to, I guess, unintentional pockets of cheese in their crust. Mm -hmm. Random dough closure. (laughs) I just love that word, that phrase. Random dough closure. Yeah. (laughs) I hope to never hear it again after this. Um, Okay. I think the whole takeaway here, what we've learned, is that you can patent stuffed crust pizza, but... Someone right. can still make it and sell it without infringing on that patent. Yeah, so there's no legal reason why people aren't making stuffed crust pizza mm-hmm. in any pizza shop. Mm-hmm. Okay, the show shifted a bit from here. Allegra is just kind of along for the ride now. I'm more than happy to have someone assist on some good old investigation work. I had a feeling that much like the pizza in question, there's a lot more stuffed into this than meets the eye. Okay, so we had another question after this. We had another really big question. Yeah. What kind of person would actually try to sue freaking Pizza Hut for a billion dollars? <laughs> Who would do that? Like that is amazing. That's very impressive. I have never (laughs) felt like anything I've done was worth anything close to a billion dollars or any amount of money. So I have to respect that amount of confidence. But it's still wildly crazy to me. Yeah. We were so curious who Anthony Mangiello is. Yes. And we weren't surprised to find out he's an extremely confident character. That is a very great way to describe him. Um, We were doing some research on the lawsuit, and we had to look into Anthony, too, obviously. And we found he has a cheese business, which is great. It's called Formaggio Cheese. Mm -hmm. But he also has a YouTube channel. Some tips on how to be successful in business. Has there ever come a time when you were eating dinner, lunch, breakfast, and decided to choke? Do you want to give your customers the best fresh mozzarella their money can buy? Of course you do. Real men don't mince garlic or slice onions. Something I call chicken poser poser. My tips on how to be a good boss. It shows that he is so much, but amazing. He is exactly what you said. He is a character, and he is a character who is so into cheese. He is obsessed with cheese and making cheese, and he invents all these little cheese accoutrements. You make what we call 
panini pizzas. We've paired the finest cheese with a unique new spreadable Cabernet Sauvignon topping. And I got an amazing product to introduce to you. Just Add Lettuce, the world's first three-dimensional salad dressing. So all of this stuff that he's made, like it's all part of this personal brand he's kind of made. It's all part of this persona where he's this very earnest, every man's guy's guy's inventor, cook kind of dude. And he's brought that over to like reality shows where he's been a guest judge. Listen, Ashley, I, I, I like what you did. I'm a steak guy. The flavor profile is all there. So I'll say that you did have the right filling inside to showcase the uh, rice pudding. And he's gone on local news. We've got Anthony the Big Cheese Mangello here. He's going to teach the men out there how to become king of the kitchen and wow the ladies. This is simple stuff that guys can do. It is. It really is. And for me, it's all about the flavor profile. And it explains a lot about this patent and his commitment to, you know, the stuffed crust invention that he's made because he's just so committed to everything he does. And we could not do this episode without at least trying to talk to him. So we reached out to Formaggio Cheese and we're able to schedule an interview with the big cheese himself, Anthony Mangiello, so he can tell us his side of the story of the stuffed crust pizza patent. (laughs) All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Our guest is the president, CEO of Formaggio Cheese and a patent holder for making stuffed crust pizza, Anthony Mangiello. Hi, Anthony. How are you? Great, great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. Thanks for being here. So to start, we want to get right into it. Can you tell us the story of the patent, how the stuffed crust pizza patent came about. Do you want to know how stuffed crust pizza was created? The stuffed crust pizza. Yeah. Yeah. How it was created. You know, every good invention happens by accident. I grew up in Brooklyn and uh, I was dating a girl back then and her mom asked me if uh, I wanted to make pizza one night. She'll make the sauce and I'll make the pizza. I worked for a cheese distributor back then. So I said, well, I'm sure I can figure it out. I'm not a pizzaiola guy, but I'll be able to make a pizza. So I went to the bakery and I bought two dough balls. But the bakery, the dough balls that they sell are much smaller than the dough balls you would see at a traditional pizzeria on the corner. So with that, I put both dough balls together to form one larger dough ball. And to me, it looked okay. So I proceeded to stretch the dough. And I knew how flat the bottom had to be. But in retrospect, thinking back, the crust itself was raw, almost as large as it is, diameter-wise, as a cooked pie. So I made it flat. I pushed all the excess to the outside. I put sauce, I put cheese, and I put it in the oven. Well, needless to say, I'm watching the pizza cook in the oven. And the crust that was so small (laughs) begins to rise in the oven and rise and rise. And it diminished the top of the pizza with the sauce and cheese because the crust was so big. But there was nothing wrong with it. So we took it out, I cut it, it looked funny. So I ate it. And then I took the pizza and I bit into the crust. And I said, you know, if there was something inside here, that would be great. And that is how stuffed crust pizza 
was born. <laughs> wow. So then you filed a patent for it. I, I did. Now, I grew up in the streets of Brooklyn, and uh, there, there wasn't a lot of anything back then. And I, I borrowed $3,000 from somebody. Somebody was nice enough to lend it to me. And I used to drive car service on the weekends, 24 hours a day, just to make the money to pay back the loan. But I went to Manhattan. And I got the best attorneys that I could find specifically for writing patents and trademarks. And their professional opinion was, I have good chances of being granted a patent. So talking to my dad, whose name appears on the patent because I included my dad, he says to me, you have to think of every single way anybody could try and get around your patent to circumvent it and include it all in your initial patent application. So I did that. I patented a pocket on the crust of a pizza, in the middle of a pizza, as if it was a ravioli, on a square pie, on a round pie, it didn't make a difference anywhere. There would be a pocket formed, I felt I had it covered. It took three and a half years to convince the patent office that it wasn't an Apple turnover because they're telling me, no, I can't give you a patent. It's too close to an Apple turnover. I'm like, no, no, this is on a pizza. doesn't make sense. Had to fly to the attorneys to the uh, patent trademark office to explain what they wrote in the patent. And again, it was a, a, a very long process, to say the least, over three and a half years. But in April of 87, I was granted my patent on stuffed crust pizza. And that's a, a beautiful thing. And again, to get a method patent, it had to be beneficial to consumers, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I worked construction for years and I used to walk around the floor and every time I saw a pizza box, I'd open the box. And what would I find inside that box? Crusts. <laughs> People ate the pizza, but they didn't eat the crust. Right. So the beneficial aspect of the patent was if you stuff the crust, People will not throw it away. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So, obviously, this is like a method patent, not specifically the pizza itself. So, then early 90s come around, you have this patent, you're super proud, you stuff the crust, but then you start to see that other people sort of have a similar idea, specifically Pizza Hut, which is sort of running away with this idea, right? So, what sort of reaction did you have when you? Turn on TV and Pizza Hut is schlocking this stuffed crust pizza that you have the patent on. It's so funny, but it's such a great story. I'm in my office and I just opened my cheese business and I'm getting phone calls from my friends. Anthony, you sold your pizza to Pizza Hut? I said, what are you talking about? And all of a sudden, I'm finding out that Pizza Hut is launching a $45 million advertising campaign for my stuffed crust pizza. So I saw a news video on YouTube about this. It said that you actually approached Pizza Hut before this happened. Twice. And I want to tell you the key to this whole thing. I was a young man, and I did everything I thought was right. But I thought my protection would have really been my patent more than anything. But that was a mistake. Because I waited until after my patent was granted to contact Pizza Hut, which I did. I sent Pizza Hut my patent in 1988. It was issued in uh, April of 1987. So in 1988, I sent them my patent. I said, I've got this revolutionary idea for pizza. I've got a United States patent on it, and I'd like to show it to you. They sent me back letters. 
thank you very much for your interest in Pizza Hut, but at this time we have no interest in this product. What am I going to do? I mean, the, the little guys, I had a hard time trying to get little pizzerias to make it and pay me. And then I went to the big guys figuring that's the right way to go. And they sent me back letters telling me, no, thank you. We're not interested. If I would have approached Pizza Hut in the first time that I had applied for the patent, and it would have been in what's called a patent pending status, Pizza Hut would not know what was in my patent. But because I waited until after my patent was published to approach them, they were able to take the patent, give it to their attorneys, and try and figure out a way to circumvent my patent. Now, I sent it to them again in 1991, just prior to their launch in, let's say, 95. And again, they sent me back a letter. And the letter said, thank you, but no thank you, we're not interested. And I have and had all these letters at the time of the lawsuit. But yes, it drove me crazy. I couldn't believe what was going on. Was that sort of the impetus for like, I need to bring this to court? It really was. But there's something I did first. From my office in Brooklyn, in my little 1800 square foot building, I started cold calling Pizza Hut. I did. Wichita, Kansas. And I'm going from person to person. Hi, my name is Anthony Mangello. Uh, I'd like to speak to someone about the stuffed crust pizza. Hold on, please. Uh, yes, hi, my name is Anthony Mangello. I'd like to speak to someone about, hold on, please. The next phone call that gets answered. Hi, my name is Anthony Mangello. Oh, we know who you are. We'll give you $50,000 for your patent and your trademark. And I, I was speechless. I, I was speechless. I needed $50,000 in my hands at that point in my life and business career like I needed blood in my body. <laughs> and this man is offering it to me over a telephone who I don't even know who he is, but they knew who I was. There was no question. And then yes, I went to seek the best patent attorneys I can find to try and defend me in this lawsuit. Wow. Right, so you thought that the, what was it, $50,000 uh, was not really enough for that kind of... Do you know how much pizza they sold in the first 10 months? I don't. Uh, you better sit down closer <laughs> to the floor. Closer to the floor. $1.5 billion in sales. <laughs> That's insane. For Pizza Hut, who at that juncture, it took them from $4.5 billion to $6 billion in sales, and they offered me $50,000 on a phone call. Right. This is America. I did everything that was right. I went to all the all the, the right attorneys and took all the right steps. Why not just call me up and make a deal with me? Back then for a million bucks, you could have bought that and me at the same time. I would have worked for them. Now, can you go back to 95? Do you remember the commercials for Pizza Hut? Yeah, the Donald Trump commercial. <laughs> it's my favorite. If you listen to the commercial, it says a ring of cheese baked right into the crust. Right. A ring has no beginning and no end. Right. Yeah. So that means they'd have to have a piece of cheese that would be that big to put in there in order to put the crust on. And they couldn't do that. Uh -huh. So what did I do? I went to Pizza Hut stores and I watched them make it. And I said, they're using individual food portions and they're separate. They're exactly copying my patent. Do you know why? Because you can't make it any other way. And here's the sadness. 
Judge Nickerson, after three years in the Brooklyn District Court, upheld my patent. My patent was always held valid. Mm -hmm. My trademark was always held patent. And both were decided not infringed. Why? When you go ahead and you eat a stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut, they'll say that, the judge said that their pocket was open. They cut it open after they baked it. What do I care how they cut it? My patent doesn't get to cut it. It's a, a method to make a pizza shell. And they make, if you watch those news releases on YouTube, you'll watch them take separate individual string cheese and place it around the edge and then cover it with the dough. It is exactly what my patent says. They have completely covered it. So what did you really do with the patent after that? It hangs on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> Along with all the news releases. Here's the funny thing. I'm an artist. Uh -huh. And this is one of my creations. And I buy stuff, crust pizza. I bought two of them yesterday for my son. Yeah. Because it's a great product. And as an artist, it doesn't matter if someone else is making it. That's still my idea. That's still my concept. It still sells billions of dollars a year. And I'm proud to say that I'm the inventor of stuffed crust pizza. But at this point, like, do you ever wish that maybe you had taken, you know, 50K from them? At least you would have gotten something. There was a lot more money on the table than that. But I'll, I'll give you another lesson for the people out there that have ideas and concepts of their own. The lawyer that I hired to defend me took it on the contingency basis. If he didn't win, I don't have to pay him. But when I signed that document, I signed all my rights away to a decision. We sat in a meeting. My lawyers demanded $29 million. They said, that's a lot of money. For that much money, we'll fight you. And I'm looking around and I'm going, are you serious here? Give me $10 million and I'm out the door. <laughs> what are you doing? The truth is, I had no more rights. My lawyers made the decision. They invested their time and their money in the lawsuit. They had that right to make the decision without me weighing in on it. And they chose to fight. The other side strategically moved for what's called summary judgment. So it wouldn't be a jury trial. Because if it was a jury trial, I would have won. I would have won. Who would not side with me? Pizza Hut stole my American dream. In the 90s, there was no internet. There was none of this YouTube. There was no ability for me to be a thorn in their side that would be affecting their $1.5 billion in sales to make them want to come to the table. Right. And to be able to pay my attorneys to take it on appeal was much more money at the time that I had. Right. So did you ever think about just making a competitor version of this with your patent? Let's go to Domino's, let's go to somebody else, and let's make them make stuffed crust pizza the way it was meant to be. Yes, that's something I've always thought of doing. But you're the president, CEO of Formaggio Cheese. <laughs> yeah, like, what so, about on your own? Well, here's a funny thing, man. If I show you this real quick, can you see that at all? It says Mangello Original. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Original. Those are my version in 95, crust, yeah. 96 to make a frozen version of stuffed crust pizza. Mm -hmm. Truth be told, I was too busy building my cheese company. And as big as that was, what it would have taken for me to compete in the frozen food departments back then, I wasn't able to do it, unfortunately. This was a real David and Goliath story, if I may. And unfortunately, I, 
I was taken advantage of and I, I lost, but I've lived a very successful life so far. I take my creativity and create cheese products to share with people like yourself. And I'm very happy with what I do, but I will eat stuff, press pizza as long as I can. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the best attitude to have about this, honestly. It's, it's better that way. I, I, I can't fight it. I might as well join it and enjoy it. Right. And the truth be told, I just bought them last night for my son, two pies. <laughs> so for formaggio cheese, where can we get formaggio cheese? Uh, formaggio cheese is sold in many local supermarkets uh, like ShopRite, Stop and Shop, club stores like Costco, Sam's Club, and BJ's, stores of that nature. You'll see our product. 28 years we're in business and we've been changing the face of the case, if I may, by always coming out with new items. But no plans for a stuffed crust pizza right now? Not at the moment. Not at I've the got moment. something else big coming out. Okay. When I launch it, I'm going to look you guys up, okay? Awesome. Yeah, please do. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you so much, Anthony. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks. Nice talking to you. All right, well, Anthony still doesn't make stuffed crust pizza, even though he owns a cheese company and a patent. Is stuffed crust pizza cursed? Is there some unspoken force that deems only the mighty worthy of wielding the tools necessary to compress cheese into a hollowed ring of pizza dough? Or is it a symptom of a broken system? Either way, there's some kind of hang-up here. So I sat myself down that night and looked through menus online for every pizza place in Brooklyn I could think of. Calzones, stuffed bread, mozzarella sticks, even a pizza sandwich. It was almost as if stuffed crust was scrubbed from the map. 11.35pm, I was about to call it a night. And then I found one. I texted Allegra and we met up the following day to investigate. We finally found a place in our area that serves stuffed crust pizza. It's called Antonio's Pizzeria. So yeah, we wanted to talk to someone who also does stuffed crust that isn't Pizza Hut or like any other chain. Uh, so Andrew, you found yeah. the website and you went and you ordered the stuffed crust. And then you made me call them. <laughs> Yeah. You didn't want to talk to them in no. real life. So I called them after Andrew ordered to see if we could actually talk to someone there about how they came to serve stuffed crust pizza. And that's how we got to talk to Sal, who works at Antonio's. My name is Sal Salvatore. Sal said we could come to Antonio's and interview him when we picked up the order. Yes. And the first thing we had to know was like, what is the secret? Why is no one else serving stuffed crust? And here's what he said. A lot of places don't do a lot of things because it's easier not to do it sometimes, you know, and, and they work with speed. But I like to be, a, you know, when somebody wants a pizza, I want them to know that if they come here, they're going to get whatever pizza they want. So I'll, I'll go the extra mile and get it done. Do you feel like a lot of the reason people don't do it is just because of the process? It's just like, just takes too long? Or... Right. People just don't want to go. They don't want to take the time. Yeah. So like this place is great. It's like, why <laughs> is it so easy for Sal to just make stuffed crust pizza when no one else is doing it? Like, what's up with all these other pizza places? Are they just lazy? I mean, I guess we're only really thinking about New York anyway. 
Yeah, I don't know about other places. But I, I think New York is secretly a breeding ground for bad pizza places. Wow, I can't believe you're saying this. You open, didn't tell me. They just open because it's New York and they're guaranteed to get business because it's the pizza capital of the country. But I can do a whole show about that. Yeah, Jesus, get off your soapbox. But yeah, they make almost any kind of pizza. So it makes sense that they have stuffed crust. We do whole wheat, we do vegan, we do any type of pizza that, that's out there. Because if somebody wants one type and somebody else wants something else, I want to be able to supply both of them. So I don't want them to start searching and they'll be right next to me and I can't sell it to them, you know? It makes no sense to me. That's not business-wise. I was also just so curious about what his thoughts were on the whole stuffed crust pizza patent thing because we didn't know about this before. I, I never heard of patenting any, any kind of, you know, especially something like that where everybody makes it. I also tried very hard not to sound like I was doing like a gotcha moment. I like <laughs> the tape is so funny. But they didn't send you in here to send me up, right? No, <laughs> no. I'm admitting it. No, <laughs> this is going to go no, no, no. I'm no. admitting that I'm taking their... Uh... No, it, yeah. <laughs> I can like hear you sweating. Yeah. <laughs> but he was really cool about it. He was so good. He was so funny. But it turns out when I mentioned that Anthony sued Pizza Hut in the 90s, Sal says he's heard of stuffed crust way before that. I always remember stuffed pizza. We've been making it. We started, I guess, around 1979, 1980, and we were making it all along. Is that right? Yeah. Matter of fact, we used to make it and sell it by the slice. Stuffed crust. Stuffed crust, yeah. It was very, very popular. So stuffed crust was a thing before Anthony even claimed to have invented it. Yeah, it's like Anthony has this patent and then this whole like Pizza Hut thing happens in 1995. But all along, Sal's been making the Sal's pizza been making this whole it, time. And he's like none the wiser that all this drama is happening at the same time. What the heck? This really puts things into perspective. Stuffed crust pizza is just overrated. It seems pretty disgusting to me. What difference does it make whether it's in the crust or on top of the crust? Is it just because they didn't think they could get enough cheese on top of the pizza? Is it because people didn't eat the crust enough? Is it like the crust lobby? So let's not beat around the bush. How was Sal's stuffed crust pizza from Antonio's Pizzeria? I have to give Sal some just extra bonus points yeah. for being awesome. Mm -hmm. So he already starts with a great handicap here. True. The pizza itself. So the way it's like made, the way he does the stuffed crust is like he kind of rolls the dough over like cheese. Yeah. So it seems like they put cheese all around the edges of the pizza and then just fold the crust in. Yeah. So it's just, it tastes like there's a lot of dough, which is because there's a lot of dough, like excess dough. And when you get the little hints of the stuff, the stuffing, you're like, oh, that's nice. But it's just hints. Like it's not the full experience that you get from Pizza Hut where it's like bleeding cheese. Yeah, it's definitely a lot different. I like the homemade kind of feel to it. It seems more like a dunkable crust than than like eating it by itself like i think a lot of people will want to dip that into like marinara sauce but that's like uh, i can get into so many things about dipping things into yeah. things that's <laughs> one of your like expertises right but overall the pizza was great it was definitely one of the better takeout pizza places i've had in brooklyn for sure but allegra 
the whole reason for this episode was because of the new pizza professor of Brooklyn. So we're going to have to try that one once and for all on not a Friday. (laughs) So the following night, we finally placed an order at the new pizza professor of Brooklyn, took the subway down and picked it up. Okay, we are back in my apartment with the box of pizza. We still have not opened it yet. <laughs> All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Let's check it out. Okay. Looks good. I'll say it looks accurate. <laughs> yeah, so the crust is, is very thick. It's probably like... How thick would you say that is? Like inch and a half? Yeah, yeah, at least. Long? It's yeah, height it's just wise. yeah, height wise. It's pretty. It's, <laughs> it's pretty deep. thick, so you can tell that there's. It, it seems like there would be some things stuffed inside. Mm-hmm. And it's a regular cheese pizza. There's some depressions. There's little depressions on here. <laughs> so let's dig in, right? Okay. Let's get a slice here. I think I'll save you the munching sounds here. Just kidding. It is really stuffed. I now I have like enough where I can open up the yeah the crust. Look. Yeah, it's a good amount of cheese. It's a lot. It's very dense, and it's very chewy. Like mm. it definitely tastes like just a huge mound of crust with cheese in it. Like I'm also getting the cheese, but it's very bready. Mm. Cheese is very good. It's a lot. I have to say, there's a lot of cheese. It's a huge amount of cheese. Yeah. Would you say more than a Pizza Hut stuffed crust? Yeah, it's definitely more cheesy, but it just like is very surprisingly doughy mm-hmm. to me. I think like when you're rolling it up, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to yeah, kind of hard to cook all the way through. Yeah, like I'm used to stuffed crust being like the crust is more separate from the rest of it. Mm. So the cheese to bread ratio is a little bit better versus this. It just really tastes like we rolled up the crust a bunch of times. Over a lot of cheese. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of stuff going on. Well, they didn't skimp on the st- on the cheese and the stuffed crust. So mm-hmm. there's that. And the inside is very chewy. It's very chewy. <laughs> I will say it's very chewy. <laughs> okay, so after all of this, like who honestly really knows how long stuffed crust has been a thing? Or who's invented it. Yeah, not really any clarification on that point. When you think about it, like stuffed bread has just been an Italian thing forever, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I've looked at like Pizza Hut's reaction to it, and they they pretty much claim to have invented it themselves, too. We ex- exhaustively searched the patent office to make sure we weren't infringing on anyone. We would never infringe on anyone. That's just not the way we do business. So a lot of revisionist history. Great. What yes. I'll call it. Pizza Hut obviously made it super popular. I think a lot of people don't make it because they can't compete with Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza. And I think the people who do make it are because Pizza Hut popularized it. Yeah, probably. And like Sal says, it's just not worth the trouble. Anthony didn't think it was worth the trouble either. He had a whole design for stuffed crust pizza that he showed us. Mm-hmm. And he didn't end up making it. Yeah, he doesn't even make pizza. <laughs> yeah. But like how hard can it be? The thing is about Pizza Hut though. Yeah. 
their piece is really good. It's, their stuff crosses the best. I hate to admit it, but it's true. I love to admit it. It's just I kind of soft, it. and I mean, they kind of cheat a little bit because they have like the seasoned crust, and I can't not get the hot favorite crust flavoring. <laughs> I don't know, but there's something they do they do right. And Anthony was the first to admit it. He says it's a good product, and if anyone knows what's a good product, I think it's it's him. Yeah. I trust him. He eats it all the time. I think, like, maybe the way that these mom and pa shops do it, it is just folding the dough over, and it's not that complicated, and it makes it not as good as Pizza Hut. So, Allegra. Yes. Thank you for doing this with me. Yes, thank you. I know it started out as just an interview, and it evolved into you, like, being my research buddy and eating all this pizza and talking it through and just putting a lot of work into this. And uh, I appreciate it. Thank you for feeding me and buying all the pizza. Yeah, I'll Venmo you. <laughs> I'm never paying you back. Um, would you want to come back and do this kind of thing again? Um, you know, it was a lot of work, a lot of digesting, a lot of research, but... As long as you continue to feed me in some capacity, I am here for it. Great. Yeah, I'll just Venmo you. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. That was uh, what an experience that was. I hope you all go out and get pizza. And please, if you can ever find me, just tell me if you have stuffed crust pizza in your area that isn't Pizza Hut. If you can ever find me. Yeah, good luck. I was wondering if you sell stuffed crust pizza. No. Okay. Sorry. Out of curiosity, do you know why you don't make it? No, I don't have it, this one. I didn't make it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, uh, do you make stuffed crust pizza? Stuffed crust pizza, right now we don't have. We make it in the morning, you know. Oh, so once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, you have to, you know, you you have to know that take a little while to make. So okay. You have to call you. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Hello, I was wondering if you make a stuffed crust pizza. No. Okay. Um, out of curiosity, why don't you make it? I can't. Okay. All right. Thank All right. you. Hello, I was wondering if you make stuffed crust pizza? Yeah. Oh, uh, out of curiosity, why don't you? We used to, we don't make it anymore. Because we didn't sell it too much. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright, thank you. Okay. Hello. Hello, um, I was wondering if you make stuffed crust pizza? No. Oh. Uh, out of curiosity, why don't you make it? Only make a roll of pizza. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Pizza. Hello. Uh, I was wondering if you make stuffed crust pizza. No, we don't. Oh. Uh, out of curiosity, why don't you? 
Yeah, really, we don't. We actually don't do. We don't have to leave the time right now. Yeah. Especially on the weekends because it's busy. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. You're welcome.